Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and with me today is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? Hey, so disclaimer right up front. Um, I probably sound like junk because I've been sick as hell all week. Um, we almost didn't do this because I literally just slept all day long, but we wanted to get something out because there's been a couple big things, or one big thing uh, that happened this week that we wanted to talk about. Um, so we'll get to that in a sec. Let's just talk about some other small news, slow news week besides the one big thing. I guess everything got out of the way. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so we're going to get into, uh, I guess we'll spoil it, Apex Legends being the big thing. We're going to talk about that. And then we'll do some Kingdom Hearts follow-up. Uh, but first, there's a big rumor on the block that somehow, we don't know all the details yet, but somehow Xbox Live is coming to Switch. Yes. Uh, we both have different theories about how this is going to be outlined. So you want to start with what you think this might mean? Um, my original thoughts is that it's going to help Nintendo Online actually function correctly. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know whether or not that's going to be what it's about. Right. Um, I heard I heard you had a little more information as far as uh, like specific games, but I, I don't know much other than Microsoft and Nintendo are, are making an alliance. Yes. <laughs> so I think since they, the leak that came out was from, I think from GDC's uh, schedule, the Game Developers Conference schedule, where they said it was going to be coming to Switch, iOS, Android platforms. There might have been a third one fourth one sorry um and based on that some things i've been reading people were saying it's it's really more like a cross-play feature you know not necessarily xbox trying to help nintendo with like their infrastructure for online but more like you know you'll be able to sign into your xbox live account on your switch and i know that you can already well from i've heard anyway i don't actually have minecraft but i've heard that you can do that with minecraft on switch to connect to your Xbox account and play with people online that way. So that seems like that might be the simplest explanation for what's going on here, you know? Right. But it's also, that also means like cross platform for Brawlhalla though. Yeah. More than likely. I would think. Which is super cool. Especially with that game being free, you'd think that they would, you know, cause Definitely, you could yeah. online even without, um, any kind of online membership through Nintendo, you know? So I wonder what that means. E even though I hate the game, I wonder what that means for Fortnite too, because switch was the only one that wasn't included that you could cross platform between from what I understand. Um, nothing. I thought it was PlayStation was the one that wasn't because no, you can, like, no, we don't want to do, we don't want PlayStation to can connect to PC and Xbox can connect to PC, but you can't connect an Xbox to a PS4. Oh, okay. Um, so now I'm one, and also uh, iPhones, obviously, like um, mobile devices. You could, but I wonder what that means for Switch. If that means Switch is now going to be included in all of those, right? I'm not sure. Like I was under the impression that that Fortnite had worked all that out. So I don't know. I don't play Fortnite. I don't either. So, <laughs> and we have a new king. Hopefully. Any Fortnite fans out there that might be? Uh, we have a new king. Hopefully, <laughs> what we're gonna what we're gonna get into. Yeah, so I, I guess we can jump into that now just because, you know, um, I think the a lot of people were really excited about this Xbox Live Switch news coming together, but we'll just, we'll have to see where it goes. GDC is in a couple of weeks, um, so, you know, it's going to happen and we'll see how it pans out. 
Yeah, more details to come, hopefully. More details to come. Okay, so let's let's move into the big thing of this week, which is of yes. course Apex Legends. Yes. The um, surprise battle royale from Respawn, the creators of Titanfall, set in the Titanfall universe, but without Titans. <laughs> yes. Uh, when I first uh, heard that, I was like, okay, well, everyone's going to hate this, but um, pleasantly surprising here. Yes, uh, super fun. So I've been playing the hell out of it. Yeah, so you've played so. significantly more than I have, so you want you can take it away probably for the top here, and I'll try. Um, so, first and foremost, out of all the BRs I've played, it's actually the most fun and smoothest mm-hmm. I've played. And what's exciting, and it, bear with me while I say this, this is the first triple A dedicated BR. Mm-hmm. So most people would argue that Blackout from COD 4 would be the first one, but that's only a third of a game. Right. There's zombies and multiplayer within that. This is the first true only BR dedicated by a triple A company, aka EA. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super well done, super fun. Um, obviously, it's very early, so there's some limitations. Like, you can only have three people in a party, and that's all. Like, even if you queue up as solo, you still get matched with two random people. Right. Yeah. Um, which is kind of unfortunate because, you know, I have a couple friends that want to all play. So, like, even right before we were playing this video, I was playing with uh, two of my friends, and there was an, a third one joined in and we were like, okay, what do we do? So we had to break up into two different teams and then we all got stuck with one random person. So right. hopefully duos and squads uh, like four man squads come in um, soon. Um, but let's talk about a little bit of the controversy around it. So there are a lot of fans of Titanfall that are really outraged for one reason. Mm-hmm. And that's because Titanfall three was confirmed to be working being worked on months ago right ea scrapped all of that at once they bought respawn and this is what they came out with um so a lot of hardcore titanfall fans are really pissed off because they think that this is ea trying to get a cash grab and basically beat fortnite and you know grab all these children basically um just to make a quick buck um right I don't, I don't agree with that, um, especially because Respawn and EA already confirmed that they are working on a separate Titanfall game. Um, it's not going to be Titanfall 3, but it is going to be in the Titanfall universe. Um, so we'll, we have literally no details on that. Um, literally, the article that I read uh, does say that we'll get more details in the, month, the months ahead of us. Right. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I was, it's funny, I was watching a stream on release date and what shroud he's the biggest like br player in in the world one of the best and someone commented on his stream and said if halo and battlefield had a baby and destiny and call of duty had a baby and those babies met and had a baby this would be the game <laughs> um and i started dying but right. I, I do feel a little Very bit complex of, right it's, it's kind of a weird chain but i also do see i see the destiny in it and i do see like there's literally a gun that looks like the halo ar in it right um, yeah it's called the prowler um but 
definitely some Destiny roots, definitely some Halo roots, but I, I do see some Overwatch mixed in here too, as far as like the abilities and ultimates, which is which is cool because I like Overwatch. Right. Yeah, that um, was my main reference point for going in. Right. But so far, a lot of fun. I've played it on both my PC and Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, both really enjoyable. I would say PC is a lot better though, just because it's more fluid on keyboard and mouse. But then again, you know, PC mastery. So. <laughs> yeah no i know i mean you're and you're always gonna go that direction <laughs> yeah 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 i like i said i i saw it more as uh, overwatch battle royale was sort of my reference point because i've not played any of the battle royales but I have played a bit of overwatch and um i one thing that i liked about overwatch that i wish this game had that i like there's a training mode that you go through but it's super, super basic. And to my knowledge, anyway, maybe I'm just an idiot and didn't see it, but there's no way to just play with different characters and just mess around on your own time. You know? You like, might have to select the legends before going into training, but I don't know. Um, I don't know, because when I... Um, when you first load it up, it, uh, it like just has somebody there on the screen lifeline and well yeah. i when i did it like the legend that it showed was i forget who it was um but it wasn't lifeline and then when you do go into training then you play as lifeline you know, it was probably bloodhound because he's the first one maybe i don't know. I don't remember offhand um but yeah like I'd, I'd like i'd like a little bit more of that you know just to be able to figure out what you're doing before getting into the game yeah, I will say the training was very, very basic. But for, for someone like me who's played quite a few BRs, it's not a huge deal. Like you get, right. if you play one, you understand the basic mechanics. But there are a lot in this game that is very different um, that it doesn't explain. So, like the first few games, I was like, how do I do this? Like, what the hell? Um, yeah. But yeah. I think, I think at this point, they're going more for the audience of people that are experienced in those kinds of games. Definitely. Yeah. So, I feel like. Like one of the big things about Overwatch, going back to that, was the fact that it pulled in a lot of people that didn't traditionally play first-person shooters, because it had those kinds of, uh, it had that that way to onboard yourself without yeah. just dying all the time in, in in actual games, and because of all the different character classes, you know that you didn't have to just be really good at shooting people. Now this game has the character classes. I think it just needs to pick up that other hand and say, here's how people that want some to want to learn the game can learn the game without having to you know jump into a match you know right. especially if they're gonna like limit who you can play against you know as like the only way to play because like i played it solo today and i was just matched with randos you know um right so it would have been nice if i had a um, and I, I actually went into it being like, all right, I want to play as Lifeline. I want to be the, you know, the, the backup healer. And then and someone picked it. Someone first. picked Lifeline. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to be the robot guy because, you know, he's got some cool moves too. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what the character's name yet, but I'm going to, yeah, Pathfinder. Um, I like, I like his, his uh, banter that he uses. Um, yeah. It's really funny because there's, there's only two legends that you have to unlock that are like out right now and that aren't achievable right when you start the game and one of them is caustic and he's like a gas guy like he throws like toxic gas and stuff okay yeah all of all of his lines are like 
very anime final boss kind of like lines and it's really badass yeah it's really it's really funny that's great yeah i obviously have not gotten that far to be able to unlock anybody but oh i haven't either i've (coughs) played the hell out of it and it you either have to buy it with real money or just play the shit out of the game so yeah well that's the other thing because this being a free-to-play game typically i don't do free-to-play stuff and i certainly don't do microtransactions i'm just i just don't put down the money you know yeah no um but this is that is obviously a part of the game obviously how respawn and ea even more so uh intends to make money with this game we'll have to wait and see what the numbers are i'm sure i'm sure it's going to be there i'm sure the money's gonna be, yeah i had to make an ea account in order to play this game and i was just like Ugh. bastards <laughs> yeah bastards um, but I mean, I am I am happy to hear that they are working on some kind of new Titanfall game. The fact yes. that they say it's a twist on Titanfall, I think that was the quote. It's a twist on Titanfall, and they pull it. I still they're still it saying that it, they're still saying that it's not Titanfall three. I don't know. So I have it pulled up. It says as the live service evolves, Respawn also plans to launch a premium game this year that is a new twist on the Titanfall universe. More to come in, uh, on that in the months ahead. And then it says while these comments will somewhat reassure Titanfall fans that their beloved franchise isn't being forgotten, it's unclear what the new game will be. Other than that, that it won't be a free-to-play title like Apex Legends, and it's not a VR game, which is cool. Right, but still. Probably not Titanfall three. <laughs> yes, like which is I mean I guess if people really get into this game, which uh, it's got ten million people have played it already, you know, I guess that's okay if we wait another year or two for Titanfall three. You would hope that you know the fact that people are warmly receiving this game while also saying, hey, but we really would like Titanfall three you know, encourages them to go, well, we made all this money from this Apex Legends game. Titanfall 3 might even sell even more now because, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are playing this game and will play this game that have never even touched Titanfall before. So, you know. So real quick, real quick, I have two other pieces of that article I do want to cover real quick. Sure. Um, it It says... Apex since Apex Legends was announced many players have expressed their disappointment the fact that it it doesn't have a lot of the classic Titanfall features mm-hmm. um but the reason for the removal according to Respawn is that wall running and mechs just simply didn't work in the battle royale format which i understand right um, yeah. And then also, there's this little piece at the very end, which, it's, which says, Meanwhile, the EA earnings call also reaffirmed Respawn's commitment to release Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in autumn of 2019. Right. And it says it's very long in development, and it truly captures the fantasy of becoming a Jedi. Right. It says, sounds like it's not so far, far away and light years ahead of any other EA Star Wars attempts which hopefully is true because Battlefront and Battlefront 2 suck. <laughs> yeah, well, that happened. Uh, I think we missed talking about that a couple weeks ago when when uh, EA had just had canceled another Star Wars game, you know, so. Yes, they did. And then, and then it was like this mystery game that has a title and no other information about it is the only other Star Wars game on the horizon. So, yeah, I mean, Respawn has their hands full. They're a good developer. 
Yes. Um, you know, so we'll see. I'm interested to see how they're going to release this Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in 2019 and also crank out a Titanfall universe game as well. I don't know. I mean, I'd imagine EA is pumping a lot more resources into them. You know, I think I read somewhere that they only had like 85 people working on Titanfall 2 and I think like 120 on uh, Apex Legends. You know, so if they were doing that and had a whole other team dedicated to the Star Wars game at the same time, you know, I imagine EA is helping them scale up somehow. Right. I'm assuming those are dedicated teams. I can't imagine trying to work on both games at the same time with the same people. Um, yeah, no. There's just not, not a game like <laughs> like this that's been in development for a while and a Star Wars game that you hope actually has some meat to it. So, Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll keep playing um, Apex Legends. Spence, you're going to be doing it on stream right yes yes i will be some of that for us so we just just created the twitch um that is at brotherly love g1 Mm -hmm. if you guys want to follow that i'm going to be playing a lot of it it will be on xbox because i've been having some technical difficulties on my pc Mm -hmm. um but also we'll i'll probably be doing a proud mode run of kingdom hearts hopefully uh go for the no deaths and then maybe try to pick up some other achievements while we're doing it. But I'll probably do it one one world at a time, so that way we can also post some recaps on the on the channel for you guys. Right. Cool. That's Apex Legends. So we have to do a bit of follow up on Kingdom Hearts three, which I predicted last time you would be done before we record it again. And I finished these. <laughs> I finished <laughs> that day, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I finished it like two to three hours after after That's we uh, stopped recording. That's insane. <laughs> so I am on. I've made progress. I'm on the. Um, was it seventh, seventh world now? I guess seventh. Yeah. Um. So spoilers up to there. If you're just tuning in. Um, I've actually been chronicling my experience. I don't know if I've even told you this, Spence. On uh, on my own blog on alexstrain.com. Um, every I've been chronicling my journey through every level. <laughs> um, so it's funny watching me like go deep on the lore in some cases, yes. where um, I'm like, you know, oh, I think this is going to happen. So like when when Marluxia shows up in Corona, I yes. did a whole bit on that, and then after Frozen when they finally gave me the little piece of cake that I've been wanting this whole time and start to confirm that those characters are in fact Keyblade wielders or have previous connection. They, they had a Keyblade connection. Probably. I like, I like the I mean, line is, is like a, you need to awaken the Keyblade's ancient legacy, I think is what Zemnis said. Yeah. They're all just like, that's within you. And they're like, wait, what? Nani? Yeah. Just like, whoa. Which is so great because of the fact that, like, I didn't expect Demix, 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 uh, or Luxord to be involved in that either. You know, so like they're there and they're just all like arguing with each other and stuff. And then Zemnis shows up and drops that bombshell. And I'm like, all four of them? What? It was, it was. It was Larkscene, correct? Larkscene, yeah. Marluxia. Larkscene, Demix, Marluxia, and I didn't, was it Luxord? Yeah, yeah, he's there. And, um, but like I said, Marluxia and Larkscene were the two that 
fans had speculated on major, yeah, because they had popped up in Union Cross or what we thought were their somebody's popped up in Union Cross, you know. So this, and also the theory on the why they strayed from the chain of memories, why they strayed from the organization. Yeah, like if they were obsessed with the Keyblade, because like you know we established before, like the heart can can uh, the heart holds memories even if it doesn't. It holds like the feeling of memories, I guess is what I mean. Even if it doesn't actually remember the thing, you know, so they re- their hearts remember having Keyblades. So they're like obsessed with it and they're drawn to it. And that's why they want to have one. Um, I think that's kind of fascinating. Yeah. I'm really excited to see where that goes. Cause that's like the, I'm on, I'm on Pirates of the Caribbean world, which is the world afterwards, you know? So I'm really interested to see where that goes uh, from here. And what other cutscenes have you seen? So that was like the last big story one. Um, there was also they've so, talked about they've talked about Vexen, correct? Yes, I know Vexen's back, especially because he appears even in the Pirates of the Caribbean world initially. Yes, where he's talking to Luxord about what, what he's doing. Yes, I know that Vexen is back and that he's building replicas because that's what they're talking about in that sort of mountainy area. I don't know if it's actually the Keyblade Graveyard you're supposed to look like it or not. Um, but when they're in that area talking about it, uh, they're talking about how Vexen is back and he's making replicas and how they've all sort of been benched, is what Demix says. Yeah, Demix. Because uh, the plan is for Vexen to create replicas that can hold uh, the hearts so that they don't, I guess, have to actually fight or do anything. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so, I know so I know he's back. <laughs> Um, super evil dude and I think that I'm trying to remember so there was a scene with Yen Sid where they all sort of regroup and talk about what they want to do and Sora's like I'm going to go find Aqua and they're like no you're effing not because you don't have your powers yet so go keep doing your mission and then he's like alright fine I'll keep doing my mission but you saw what happened and why he said that yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that it's Ventus, like, speaking out through him. Because he, cause every time it's like, it just the camera just sort of... Pans in on his heart. Yeah, yeah, it pans in on him grabbing his heart and then... Right. Yeah. Um, and so that was cool. And then there's... <coughs> excuse me. There's also them talking about how... They talk about Vanitas and how they know that Ventus's heart is inside Sora's and that there's three hearts connected to his. So they're like, oh, it must be Roxas, Ventus. So then they don't know who the third one is. Um, assuming it's Xion at this point. Because um, I don't know if that's been actually established and confirmed or not. Uh, there was the scene with Aqua that we talked about before. or well, we didn't talk about on here, but you and I talked about. Where um, Ansem Seeker of Darkness shows up. And says he's looking for a girl. Um, I have theories about who the girl is and then um, Aqua tries to fight him and then she's like knocked into the water and sinks into a deeper darkness which sets up why they weren't able to find her when Riku and Mickey got there earlier in the game which is sort of weird because like like, that's clearly a flashback but also like there's not really much to indicate the fact that it's a flashback like you're just uh, like understand that like uh, that's Aqua and that's an explanation for why they couldn't find her before. 
so this happened previously you know right um it was a little clunky but it was a cool scene so i guess i'll forgive it and now the organization has ansem the wise in their hands um they're looking for a girl i'm not sure which girl they're looking for so um since this is like a flashback um I had decided that, that he was probably looking for Larxene in order to turn her back into a nobody. Um, or like looking for Kyrie, but then I don't know why he's like calling her girl and not just calling her Kyrie because he already knows who she is and presumably knows where she is and and some of the wise wouldn't know where she is. So I don't know, there's just there's a couple of weird bits in there. Um or maybe it's another character that I'm not expecting at all, but there aren't very many female characters in this universe. So sort of process of elimination is where I ended up with that. Also, I was wondering, I, I realized I hadn't thought about this before at all, but we established in the very first Genome Hearts game that Kyrie is a princess of heart. You know, Sora's got the Kyrie's a princess. And we know that she's from Radiant Garden. So is she the princess of Radiant Garden? Like, I don't know if, Birth by Sleep ever establishes that when you see her at Radiant Garden as a child. And if she is the princess of Radiant Garden, does that mean that she's related to Ansem the Wise because he was like the leader slash ruler of Radiant Garden? So is he like her grandfather or something? I don't necessarily <laughs> think that princess of heart means that she was the princess the of Radiant princess. Garden. I don't know. Well, I guess actually because I think Alice is a princess of heart, right? And she's not literally a princess, but all the other people yeah. are really princesses. So it's a little confusing. Yeah. It's a little confusing. I feel like probably the intention was probably for her to originally be a princess. And then they probably like decided more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do that. Because in the original Kingdom Hearts, there's like a, a couple of flashback scenes where it's Kyrie remembering talking to her grandmother. And in the scene, you can tell that they're in the Hollow Bastion library. And since we know Hollow Bastion is Radiant Garden, like it just makes sense for you to be like, oh, she was the princess of this world. Great, awesome. You know, uh, but then I feel like later they're probably were like, you know what, we're gonna just gonna, we're just gonna change that. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, which is like a weird thought that I had. I was just like, why have I never thought of this before? <laughs> So um, up to this up to this point, obviously I'm not going to spoil anything. But what do you, right. what do you think is going to happen, and what are your thoughts? Man, I don't even I don't even want to speculate too much on what's going to happen. Um, it's like I can like the walls are closing in. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I've really been enjoying the game, just even from a mechanical standpoint. It's a lot of fun. Um. The only level I didn't like so far was Corona. Didn't like that level very much. Um, all the other levels have been a lot of fun. Uh, the swimming in Pirates of the Caribbean, not super huge fan of, but the pirate ship battles have been a good time. So it kind of evens out, I guess. Yes. Um, and also, I guess another thing I didn't like that when you had to collect all the crabs in Port Royal, that was kind of dumb. That was really because, annoying. Because you couldn't save. Like, I, I was just like, all right, well, I just want to save and be done with this for now. But, like, they wouldn't let me do it until I had collected all the crabs and then watched two more cutscenes. Um, but other than that, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know if I want to speculate too much on what I think. This oh, story. wait, you collected all the crabs. So then you're, okay. I know where you are and then in the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's probably 
closer to the end of the level, but uh, I don't know for sure. But yeah, I just had to, I had to stop so I can place a little bit of Apex before we uh, talked. So I don't know. I, so I had said before when we did our like big Kingdom Hearts discussion video that I was convinced the whole Marluxia Larcene thing was actually like set up for the future of the series. So I actually didn't expect them to like confirm it in this game. Now that they have, I'm like, okay, is that going to pay off in this game? Or is that actually still set up for the future of the series? You know, so I'm wondering, is it going to be Keyblades on every side? Or are they going to get the Keyblades back? I'd like to see that happen. I think that'd be really cool to see some villains using Keyblades. Because that's, has that actually happened? I feel like... Maybe Young Xehanort up to this point. Young Xehanort in uh, Dream Drop. Uh, I guess yeah, actually, you fight, you fight Master Xehanort in Birth by Sleep, so he has a Keyblade. But I was going to say, besides those two, you haven't fought a villain with a Keyblade before. And I guess Dark Riku in Kingdom Hearts 1. But um, So that'd be kind of neat to see, like, they've got a bunch of people on their side, they've got a bunch of people on our side. Um, I had said before that... I thought it was going to be interesting how they were going to handle the whole, okay, Roxas is going to come back, but he doesn't have a body because he's not really his own person thing. But the fact that they've shoved Vexen back into this with the replicas means, okay, now we have a way to do that. And the heroes even know about that. They've even speculated themselves if they could do that. So. Yeah, they're, I think up to your point, Enzo is trying to do research on it, mm, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, trying to figure out what Vexen's research means and if they can apply it at all. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I think that... God, I just want you to keep playing. What's that? I just want you to keep playing so I can talk about the end already. Yeah, well, I'll have a lot more time this weekend, so I'm sure before we record again, I'll finish it. Because um, I know I'm getting towards... I'm in the latter third quarter, whatever. Um. So yeah, good game. I recommend even to people that have not really played the games before just because I think it's a lot of fun to play and it goes some pretty wild places. Obviously, if you're just entrenched in the lore like I am, you get to enjoy these moments differently. <laughs> but, oh my god, yeah. But I do think there's something here for, for people in general that just like you know fast-paced action yes. stuff. You know. And my it. final my final thoughts is just that it was absolutely incredible, and I'm excited to see where they take the series from from here. Good because I don't know I don't know if they're going to continue directly where it leaves off or mm. or if it's going to be like polar opposite new storyline or what. But um, we'll talk about it once you finish it. But we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk, and then we'll do a you know full game spoilers discussion full game spoilers and what we think is going to come next all right in the meantime so you'll be as i'm wrapping up the game you'll be replaying the game yes on proud mode on our stream yes going to remind everybody where they can catch that out brotherly love g1 it's the mm -hmm. same as our twitter handle mm -hmm. if you guys want to follow us there that's where i'll be i'll be tweeting out once we're live as well um, or if you follow the stream, you can turn on the notifications to let you know when we go live. And primarily, I think it's going to be me 
Um, I know Alex is trying to set up right. some of his stuff and trying to figure out how that works on his end. But for me, I'll be able to to go live with some probably my whole proud road, proud mode run, and I'll probably do it world by world, so that way we can recap all the right all the stuff. Yeah, at least I'm, I mean you know, so we'll have this Kingdom Hearts stream will will probably be you solo, and then we'll you know, figure out other things that we can do. You know, maybe I'll do a Dragon Quest stream if anybody wants to see me fumble through Dragon Quest Eleven for 120 hours or however hell long that game is. <laughs> I think that, that would be a long-running series, my friend. That would yes, be... That's what I've... <laughs> especially since you don't typically stick to the same game. Oh, yeah, well... Happened. You lost you for a second there. There we go. My battery is low, that's why. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, if I was streaming the game and if I had to stick with it, you know, for the sake of the stream, um, we can make it happen. But we'll see what we need to do. Uh, I got to figure out how to make it work first. So, cool. Okay. I think we should maybe cut it there because I need to get some sleep <laughs> so I can yeah. get alive. Um, Definitely. But that's it. So, um, where are my uh, wrap up notes? I guess I don't have any right now. So yeah, so we got the stream. Um, follow us on Twitter at Brotherly Love G One for updates on that. Um, if we get schedules or anything like that going, maybe we'll try to make it more regular as more people tune in. Um, we like so far the feedback that y'all have been giving us. Um, you know, on the YouTube comments and other places, um, just people that I've talked to about it. You know, um, keep sending them so we can keep making things better for you. And of course, if you want to just listen to an audio only version of this all in one go uh, a couple days before the last chunk is out, you can search for Believe Love Gaming on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And we have a podcast version um, where just all together in one place. And if you are listening on iTunes, hello, thank you. <laughs> and please uh, consider giving us a rating on iTunes. It helps us out. Um, but only if you're going to give us four stars or more, please. Um, <laughs> that bad to like uh, to fish for higher ratings. Um, nah, everybody that's it. does it. Everybody does it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, I think we're four-star people. Uh, anyway, so that's it for now. So again, we are Brotherly Love G1 on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Alex Strine. If you really feel like talking to me solo, um, or if you want to follow my Kingdom Hearts playthrough blog, on alexstrain.com. That's where I've been chronicling my journey through the game. Um, I want to finish Pirates of the Caribbean before I do another update. Um, so it's been sort of sporadic this last week as I've been sick, but there will be more updates there. And that's going to be it. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.